listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Grab a piece and then I break Rolling through the city, eating cake Off up in my ride Pull up to the light and a bad chick Ain't me the eye, she says what's on your face I said ice and what she whispered you still fine I said yes, don't you think I know Pulled up on that broad, she was bad But I don't give no fuck I think she wants my carrot cake I only want to share my nuts Only want to fuck her guts Sorry I don't love these nuts If I have to come up off that cake Then I don't want her blood Titties and some carrot cake That's all we really need Choking on some sweets but me no smoky Now there she goes again, the dopest Ethiopian, and now the world around me gets to move in slow motion whenever she happens to walk. Bye. Why does that apple of my eye overlook and disregard my feelings no matter how much I try? Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house. Yes, we are. A lot of trials and tribulations to get this shit up and going. It's going. So if you're listening to this, we triumphed over fucking, um, technology and work and scheduling and we got this shit off the ground so congratulations to us today yes we don't been through a lot <laughs> but um yeah yeah um technology is awesome it is you gotta love when the computer just decides like yeah fuck your camera i don't care how much it costs yeah yeah we spent good money we spent good money on that camera so y'all can see us yeah windows was like we off that now <laughs> No. When it was like camera, nah, we don't even recognize that bitch. You got a camera here? We don't see it. Live camera podcast is so cliche. That's so 2006. Get yes. over yourself. Also, no sound. So they decided to fuck the sound. Yeah, because me, me by myself, I don't care the sound. Rod cares the sound. Yeah. So when I come up, you don't hear shit without Rod. This is what happens when you're your own tech support and the shit just was like, fuck you and yes, you know, deal with it yourself. Ain't no calling IT. You are IT, sir. Yeah, exactly. And that I was 
It's like the only weapon in my arsenal was restarts and shit. I was like, I guess I'll do a hard reboot and uh, hope this <laughs> shit comes back up. Okay, I guess I said fuck that one. Uh, try this again. Yeah, let's try this again. Let's see if I refresh. Um, nope, that's not nope, working. Nope, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's working now. So, if you're listening to this, then you listen to the Blackout Test podcast. And, of course, it's a comedy podcast that we do three times a week. One of those three times being our feedback show, and that's what this one is today. The feedback show is where our fans get a chance to put in on this, if you will, by giving their opinions, by, you know, they can comment and email and all kinds of stuff, leave voicemails. It's very easy to do. I'll explain it to you shortly, but... um yes. This is the easiest way to get in contact with the show, easiest way to get your voice heard. Um, let's talk about some ways that you can do it. You can go to theblackguywhotips.com. While you're there, there's polls where you can vote. We put a poll up after each show. You can vote in the poll. You can leave a comment on the poll. Uh, we suggest that you do that if, uh, you know, whatever we say moves you. Who knows what the poll will be? We, so it's very random. Yes, and, it is. No rhyme or reason behind it. Yeah. And then, of course, um, you can also leave comments on the episode. If you'd like to do that, just leave a comment directly there. People take advantage of that all the time. Yes, they um, do. You can also do things like... Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com, and you can call the show and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Leave a voicemail throughout the week or talk to us live if and when we open up the phone lines during our feedback shows. Uh, It's been getting kind of cramped, so sometimes we can do it, sometimes we can't, um, but... Uh, we appreciate the people that do call in. We do. If you do leave a voicemail throughout the week, make sure that it is less than three minutes or it definitely won't get played. No, it will not. Yeah, so don't get carried away with yourself and start doing that. And also, nigga, if you can't wrap it up in one minute or one, one message, there's no need to leave seven messages. Let's, let's just, <laughs> let's just have clear, concise points. Maybe you need to write down your topics before you come over here. But whatever it is, let's try to get it wrapped up, people. There's no reason to uh, lose your goddamn mind because yeah, you have some voicemail privileges. Yeah, yeah, though. Only person that's exception to that rule is Chia. That's because yeah. her messages be, like, ongoing, but she be talking about different shit. Yeah, Chia pretty much has no rules. So, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. People just got to deal with that. It's all right. Yeah, you got to get over y'all selves. But, um, yeah, the rest of you niggas, mm-hmm. let's keep it to three minutes or less. Yes. Um, you can also do stuff like leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And uh, we don't limit the length or the content of that. So, if you want to leave us a five-star review on iTunes... It doesn't matter what you say. You can say something negative. You can say something positive. We promise this. We will read it on the show. Mm-hmm. As long as it's what, Karen? Five stars only, sir. Five stars only, guys. So no four-star reviews. No four-and-a-half-star reviews. Mm-hmm. No we'll four and three-quarters. If you want to tell me go fuck myself, you got to pay me my five stars. You're going to pay yes. what you owe. Yes, because anything less than five stars, niggas, I don't see y'all. Yeah. I can't. I I have five star vision. Yeah, I'm blind. I'm blind. What is that? Mm-mm, I don't <laughs> see that. Um, you can also donate to the show by going to theblackouttips.com, looking in the right hand corner, donate, uh, recurring donations, subscribe to the show, buy stuff from the store. These are all things you can do. If you haven't been to the website but you listen to the show, what the fuck are you doing in the first place? Um, <laughs> go to theblackouttips.com at least check it out. Um, all right, man. So let's get into. Some people that donated because those are the people that, you know, make it possible to continue to be here because we have bills. This shit is not free. And uh, the bills, you know, can get expensive. Um, paying Podomatic, paying our our hosting fees and stuff like that, which is actually re- we have to renew that for the year. 
by the fourth of next week uh fourth of next month so uh tis the season my niggas let's do this la 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 get the tipping people <laughs> uh so my man christopher dole he gives us a recurring donation my favorite kind um he'll be back next month um thank you christopher um we appreciate it very much um nick the jew she hooked us up with a recurring donation thank you all the way from uh the the bay um my man damian jackson I am for real. He gave us a recurring donation. We appreciate that, Damien. Uh, we do. know you'll be back next month, man. Been very faithful with it. Cameron B. Oh, yes. Cameron B. <laughs> with a recurring donation. Uh, we appreciate that, man. Um, it was, I, I, I just, it, it's an overwhelming amount of support that you guys put through and we appreciate it, man. Yes. Um, Corey A. Um, I believe this is the tickler. Um, on Twitter. Okay. Not sure what he tickles or how he got the nickname. Ah! But we appreciate the donation anyway. We do. We no, like you to tickle those dollars over here. We'll take that. Yeah, no <laughs> questions asked over here at the Black Guy Tips. Just give all the money. Yes. That's how we, that's how we roll. We don't care how it gets here. Um, also, sometimes I get on Twitter, I get questions like, when are you guys going to do the show? What time is the show? Stuff like that. Um, and you know, since we have, real lives and issues and problems and shit uh sometimes the show can get moved around i definitely understand um any frustration that you guys have with that one quick way to find out when a show is up is to like us or whatever whatever the function is on spreecast where you can follow the show that you're listening to uh if you follow us even if you're not listening live you get an email yes you will i know because i'm following myself yeah. so i i you don't even have to ask you get an email or say like hey they scheduled it for six o'clock now if the camera do- stops working it <laughs> might be about six twenty-five. but the point is you know a general time where we're supposed to be live so make sure you yes, guys are doing yes. that and also uh what you guys could do is go to the black and put your email address and you'll get a notification on there too yeah uh well, that's only if we post something. Sometimes we don't oh, post something. Oh, okay. My bad. But in general, yeah, follow us on Spreecast now. You should get those emails. And um, it, it'll alert you to when the show's coming up and when it's being scheduled. It'll even hit you up when I schedule it, which is even better than vocal. Like, it'll yeah. say, hey, they scheduled a show over 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you'll yeah. get that email. I got it yesterday. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, oh, it's for tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, make sure you guys do that, man. We, we Like I said, it, it helps the show out tremendously. It um, does. Let's get into some feedback because that's what everybody's here for. They want to hear what they had to say and hear their own voices. And I don't blame you guys. Um, so first things first, I, I think we should read the iTunes reviews that are five stars. Let's, what do you think, Karen? Let's do this. All right. So you go to iTunes. Uh, you should have it on your computer. If not, go download Uh-oh. it at iTunes.com. Did, did we do the official weapon? Oh, shit. We probably didn't. I've been so fucking, I'm frazzled. Computer wasn't working. I had to fucking work five hours a day. I was like, something's wrong here. The only time I got to have fun today was playing Call of Duty African American Operations 2 with my my black squad. Um, But yeah, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. All right. Five star reviews. Let's do this. Jay Mabin says, podcast greatness, five stars. Rod and Karen is the illest podcast combo since Beans and Cornbread. Love the show. Peace. I didn't know Beans and Cornbread had a podcast, but that is awesome that they did. I'm trying to tell you, you we need some fried chicken with that, too. 
um great show five stars by liquid ice fraud alert Uh i've listened to your show for a while now i've studied it researched what i could done pie charts bar bar graphs and spreadsheets i have concluded that karen is not real (laughs) she is a paid actor Uh, that would make her an actress sir or male yes people a paid actor just put two and two together. She has a job, no kids, doesn't want kids, could care less about Valentine's Day, plays fantasy football, and to top it off, likes porn. <laughs> Stop lying to the people, Rod. With all that being said, this is a great show. Karen is the two chains of podcasting and up top Karen. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So I made Karen up. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I used to go to uh, message, the rap message board in uh, SOHH. And uh motherfuckers used to be like, nigga, you ain't married. You made that shit up. I'm like, what, why would I make that up? You ain't got no real woman. <laughs> like, if I was single and now you're trying to get on these women, I don't think making up a fake wife was uh the way to go. <laughs> yes, um, I-, I was imaginary. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It was like, you ain't married. You can't have no kids. What is you talking about? Mo Jin says, Rod and Karen are the bee's knees and what not five stars. Thank you. Mmm, ain't this some ish? Pulled up on my, <laughs> pulled up in my C A D I double L, <laughs> pumping A C A C holes. They pee, they peep those P I M P, and they think they automatically, cause he's a pimp, he gotta be full of M O N E. But why? Why, Rod? Why, Karen? Why? <laughs> I know iTunes go back, they be like, what kind of messages? Yeah. Are they, are they fans posting? Right. <laughs> I know people that are like, I'm looking for a podcast that is about, uh, mm, ain't them, ain't this some ish? Pull up on that C A double I double L. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think I want to listen to this one. Um, should come with a warning label five stars from DD 2.0. Hmm. I wonder what happened to DD 1.0. Did she get rid of the first version of themselves? Yeah. Upgrade. Uh, I absolutely love this show. Two exclamation points. I found this show because Rod always calls into this week in blackness and I always found myself cracking up. I've been listening for about three months now and I have cried laughing every episode. It's because of y'all that whenever I see anything about Florida on the news, I sigh and say, oh, Florida. Yes. Yeah, everyone should be doing that anyway. That's just, I had no idea until we had the podcast that Florida was that ratchet, but good Lord. Jesus. <laughs> Calm down on there, guys. That ain't me. This show has me never wanting to go back to regular radio. I say this show should come with a warning label because I listen to the show while I drive. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it never, it's never good when they're like, I listened to the show while I was lifting weights at the gym. While I was working out, while I was trying to run a mile. I decided to max out and put two more 45s on each side. <laughs> then while I pressed play. While I was trying to drink my sweet tea, Ron started <laughs> screaming and tea came out my nose. Yeah. <laughs> at one time, I was laughing so hard, I almost ran off the road. Please, people do not operate. Please, people do not operate heavy machinery while listening to this podcast. It is that hilarious. Keep up the awesome work. So, the awesome work of killing people, almost right. I guess so. Yeah, I don't think we can get. uh, I don't think we can get assisted 
homicide or like neg uh, like negligence or oh, manslaughter you, for these jokes. Uh, could you imagine somebody come, you know, somebody done raped or something, they come and they come to save them and they be like, man, guess the race. I'm like, what is you playing in the background when I'm trying to cut you out this vehicle? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, get the jaws of life and uh, man, this is pretty funny. Yes. What is that you're pretty listening funny, to? Pretty funny, yes. I, I think that happened here. Oh, they're dead. Just uh, take their iPhone and look it up. Yes. Um, great podcast, five stars from Black Dynamite. Uh, hey, Rod and Karen, this is that Negro known as Cameron B. <laughs> he says Clarence Williams, the third voice. So it, what he really means is this is that Negro known as Cameron B. <laughs> yes. 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 I've <laughs> uh, been listening for a while without a review, but I got to say, I love this podcast for exclamation points. I got onto this podcast from Rod, the host being on the Evening Jones. After listening to that show for a while, I realized I really just enjoy listening to Bo and Rod talk stuff about sports, and then I decided to give him a shot. Yeah, I, I went on there this week, and um, so you was the host for a while. <laughs> yeah, Bo's Bo's internet cut out, so like the last fifteen minutes, minutes is just me talking to people and answering their dumbass questions about sports. So if y'all want to check that out, uh, I'll post the link later. Um, uh, on the site, but you can also download it from iTunes. Just look up the Evening Jones. And, uh, yeah, that, it was, uh, pretty eventful, but let's just say we talked about Petraeus and, uh, yes. some very interesting takes on, uh, what happened with that. Um, let's see. Now I'm a faithful listener and can't wait for a new show to, uh, and can't wait for a new show too. And jump on extra opportunities to listen to Rod and Karen, aka the Master of Tanks. <laughs> I love that they can go from an intelligent conversation about some important issues, then become completely ratchet in short periods of time. Karen is probably the most ratchet person, and that, sir, is why I love her. Oh, I am? <laughs> I also love being in the chat during Guest the Race, and I love when they have guests on the show that actually participate in the game, like the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if Victor participates tomorrow or not. Like. <laughs> Guess the race is the the most freeing game of all time, but you never know how the guess is gonna take it. Some some clam up and some are cool, you know. So we'll see. Yes, I like the people that are like, I'm so not racist. I'm gonna guess things that couldn't possibly be. I'm like, that makes you the most racist because not only did you, like, not only are you scared of being right, but you scared you, you <laughs> but you you are guessing away from whatever it is that you think like, it I is. I know the Thundercat. What? Yeah, like, mm-hmm, I'll see your game, sir. I raise you. Uh, I could go on and on about this show, so I will keep it simple for people looking for a new podcast. I guarantee you will love them as much as I do, unless you lack any kind of sense of humor. Cameron B. on Twitter, Black Dynamite. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetie. And of course, Black Dynamite is spelled wrong, but that's ah, neither here nor there. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. No C in Black Dynamite. Um, all right. For those who want to follow him, there's no C in Black Dynamite. All right. Uh, last five star review, five stars, and it says, uh, "What the hell does Cube and B mean?" By Andrea Campbell. Seriously, and it's spelled Cube like C U B ah. and A N D. B, the letter B. Oh, okay. Q and B. That's how it sounds to her, to the person. They're like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> okay. Um, you have to see the movie Half Bait. Yes. And you probably have to see it about a hundred times like I have. In order to get it. But, um, there's a scene where Samson Simpson, who is the, the leader of the, he's the main villain. He's the baddest drug dealer in town, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, there's a scene where they're doing a police sting. 
Arn Sampson using the hilarious trio of um, comedians uh, Dave Chappelle, the guy who plays uh, the, the guy who plays Huck on um, Scandal, who I will always call uh, Scarface. Um, <laughs> and uh i forget the other dude's name but um they they all go and um they they're you know doing a sting on on uh the, the main drug deal and it goes wrong and samson takes scarface who is a uh, cuban he takes him hostage and he puts a gun to his head and he tells everybody like back up nobody move or your little mexican friend gets it and Scarface corrects him. He says, I'm Cuban, B. Because he's not Mexican. He's, he's Cuban. Cuban. And Scarface always says B after everything. Like the hip-hop term, B. Like, you know, maybe it's short for boy or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm not Mexican. I'm Cuban, B. And, <laughs> and, and Samson doesn't even pay attention to that shit. He just goes, yes, Cuban, B. Cause he wasn't listening. He didn't give a fuck about what Scarface he said. Mm-mm. He just ignored it and kept moving like nothing happened, right? Yep. So whenever we use the term Cuban B, and this is originally um, said on the Firestarter podcast, and yes. I just think it's brilliant. But um, the term Cuban B is basically used for people who are ignoring something that is obvious evidence yes. in their face because they don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. So they don't care about they don't care about the logic or the reason of what you're Behind presenting. They're not listening. Yeah, they're just like uh, they're the same way as Simpson when he's like, "Yes, Cuban B," and continues on with his speech. <laughs> yes. Um. So that's what Cuban B means, and it's Cuban like the the country, like yes. you know, I'm from Cuba, I'm Cuban, mm-hmm. and then the letter B, but it's short for like boy or B boy or something like that. So it's like a slang term for a friend. So that's what it means, Cuban B. Uh, basically means to ignore someone who is presenting obvious evidence to the contrary of whatever the fuck is going on or to ignore the obvious is uh, a pretty good way to uh, ex- describe that. So, I, I, Andrea or Andrea, I hope that that helped. Um, all right, man. We also have um, some emails. We have some comments on the page. Let's check out the comments on the page. First, you can go to the blackoutist.com. Uh, it's very easy. It says leave a comment on each article or each uh, podcast that we post. There's a poll. You can vote in that. Uh, we encourage you to do so. Um, it's a good way to get your voice heard. And, uh, of course, all our polls are very scientific in nature. And uh, the more input, the better uh, as we make these decisions about humanity. Um, episode 381, Tittygate. <laughs> I don't even remember why we named it Tittygate at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think somebody said something. Of course, somebody I mean, said something. Not said something, but like I think it was like an email or a voicemail or something that made us say that. Yeah, whatever it is, Tittygate episode three eighty one because <laughs> we're so mature. Yes, uh, we had two comments and on this show. And we like them titties. Yeah, we had two comments on this show. The KC Stork says, "Yeah, you're right." I was drunk as a skunk and it was too late. Okay, so Casey Stork called in a couple times last week. Mm-hmm. One of the calls was about how people shouldn't be posting pictures of Obama talking about you mad and two terms like it's two chains and stuff like that. And I was like, um, you know what? I don't believe in that shit. Post whatever the fuck you want. Stop worrying about what white people going to think about black people if you make a joke uh, on yourself and your own culture. Uh, at some point, you got to stop living under that. Um and do whatever you want. And, uh, you know, 
if some people want to judge you, then they're going to just judge you. But don't not do it because the white man is secretly going to start hating black people because of this <laughs> shit. Like, trust me, those, those white people already hate you. So stop trying to try, stop yeah. trying to rope them back in. It's, it's, I don't want any friends that I'm one mistake from uh, them thinking I'm a nigger again. So I, I'm good. Um, so he says, yeah, you, and I said, uh, he sounded, it was like three in the morning when he left the message. I said, he's probably a little inebriated. So he says, yeah, you're right. I was drunk as a skunk. It was too late to pull back some of those words. So I just had to let it burn. I was, <laughs> let it burn, let it burn. Let I, it burn. I will say it was not about looking good for the cheddar. Well, you, this is your exact words was if you want white people to respect the office of the president, and you can't be doing that. So that that is about exactly what you were talking about when you were drunk. Now I don't know what you mean now, but in no uncertain terms, that shit is what you said specifically in, in reference to yeah these white people and we got to be careful. Like nah, no we don't. I will say it was not about looking good for the cheddar, but me being a selfish Kool Aid sipper and finally having a commander in chief that looks like me for four more years. So thanks for the forum and being and bringing a loyal listener back to back to planet Earth. Um, yeah, no, no problem, man. I mean, like I said, dog, it's, it's gonna be fine, and uh, mm-hmm. there's no there's nothing wrong with feeling pride and stuff and uh, oh, no. president being reelected and whatnot. But at the same time, um. Other people express it differently, and it's, you know, we're all just one big mismatch of people. It's not really a, a uniform way to celebrate a re-election. And if motherfuckers want to post pictures of uh, Obama pissing on Romney, then fine. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't have to spread the word or retweet it or like it or anything. Nope. Uh, Lackville says, I just want to ask a question in relation to the picture you posted for this episode. And the picture we posted for this episode is a picture of Rick Ross with no shirt on, but his titties are... are Blurred out. Yeah. (laughs) The pixelated. Use your imagination here. If you take Rick Ross, remove all of his tats and shades, add two white stars to his chest, and a yellow moon crescent crescent to his belly, wouldn't that look like Kamala, the WWF wrestler from the 80s? Just tossing that out there. Um, and then they put a picture of Kamala on the site. Um, and, uh, it is pretty close. It is pretty close. I will, uh, put this link, um, in the, uh, chat for you guys. So you can click on that and see for yourself what Kamala look like. And, uh, if that reminds you of anybody, but yeah, he, he does. In this picture, he would look like Kamala. The poll for the show was, should people make jokes of the president being reelected? Yes, feel free to laugh or no, it's a mockery of the office. 86% of people said, yes, feel free to laugh. Mm-hmm. And 14% said, no, it makes a mockery of the office. And uh, those people are a little uptight. That's all. Yeah. Um, Tim says, as draws the joke. Draws are in a knot. It ain't that serious. <laughs> you said that draws are in a knot. <laughs> yeah, it ain't that serious. People always pick at, in the, at the president, regardless of who he is. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like he's off limits because he's Barack Obama or he's black or he's ours or he's Democrat. Like, eh. Yeah. Motherfuckers going to make jokes and half of the jokes are supporting the dude. So. Yeah. Do, do you know how many times I played that shoe game after uh, President Bush got that shoe thrown at him? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Tim Aguirre says, as the Joker would say, why so serious? <laughs> That's how he would say it, too. Yes, he would. <laughs> 
black acting school <laughs> yes sir um, <laughs> the next episode was episode 382 shaking the cans <laughs> that was that yeah um, uh, me and me, Roger had Roger had to put the CSI glasses on for that one. Um, so the comment for the episode was from Clout Two K, and uh, they say Cleveland represent. We don't give a fuck about children around here. In reference to that Need for Speed lady. Now I don't know what he's talking about. Need for Speed lady. Um, that's an article I must have forgotten about or something. Man, sorry. Always a good show, so I won't get into that. But I'm surprised to hear Jerry sympathizers. Because, you know, I am a fan of Jerry Mouse. And I think Time the Cat was a sellout. Um, he says, I'm surprised to hear Jerry sympathizers throwing so much hate at pests and rodents. I'm going to take this to mean y'all got Tom's back from now on. Congrats to the sponsor, Rio, and take care. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, I do need to rethink my, my stance on Tom because he was about killing that mouse. Um, but the problem with Tom is that... Um, they were often treating him no better than Jerry. And if they would have teamed up, man, they could have just ate all the food. Um, mm-hmm. And also, your, uh, your your stance assumes that I think cats don't count as pets. I don't have no pets. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just throwing it out there, cat I people. I don't care too much for cats. They look at me and go, Sss. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but that hissing is not a sweet sound. Cats are untrustworthy, man. And they scratch. Mm-hmm. Should Petraeus have resigned for cheating was the poll for the show because, you know, General Petraeus got caught with his uh, pants down um, and uh, more than his pants down. So we talked about, like, you know, the nuances of the whole thing. And I, you know, I said I don't think he should be fired for cheating on his wife, but Mm -hmm. getting caught in this secret getting out there that that, that shit can't happen no not, no, <laughs> not as no, head of the cia not, yeah, can't i'm sorry um so mm. should betrayers have resigned for cheating yes because it's morally wrong yes because he got caught yes because it's technically illegal or no yes because it's morally wrong got five percent of the vote yes because he got caught got 55 percent of the vote mm-hmm. And yes, because it's technically illegal, because I knew somebody was going to be like, you know, in the military, cheating's against the law. I'm like, yeah, but that's not why people are mad, so please stop. No. Um, but 5% of people say, yeah, because it's illegal. If and, that, if, and you know what? The thing that makes me mad about that is that there's a lot of people that cheat on regular 9 to 5 jobs. Could you imagine, you know, you working at Family Dollar? Oh, you cheated on your wife. We got to fire you. People go to fucking uprage. Military people be fucking dog. Yes, um, they do a lot. Married and non married. So just letting you know, we was in Fairville. They be fucking. Yes, sir. They be, they, they, they be all in the strip joints. And the prostitute strip. Yes. Um, and no. No, he should not be fired. Got 36% of the vote, which I thought was a pretty high percentage. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, about a third of people or four out of six, depending on how you want to break it down, feel like, uh, he should not be fired at all. He should keep his job and fuck it. It's none of our business, right? So yeah, I just thought that was crazy. Even with the whole compromise for blackmail and all that, people still thought he should keep his job. Um, Sonya says, no. Cause every man needs some ass. Should he have, che- <laughs> should he have cheated? No, but I'm not gonna stop working because of it. I know so. Now who gonna pay the bills? Just go to therapy like Tiger and call it a day. That's right. <laughs> what y'all niggas are tri- if if that shit was your man, you would not be saying this shit. Just go to therapy like Tiger, pay her half, and then fuck all the pussy you want. <laughs> 
uh brandon apa says yes he deserves to get fired because a man in his position should be one of the last men on earth to get caught nigga use your stealth mode spy counter spy techniques <laughs> and, that shit should have been encrypted you shouldn't have been be cracked and cameron b says Yes, he should have gotten fired because he's in a position that requires him to be a fucking scumbag. As stated right by Rod on the Evening Jones. Right. He's supposed to be a scumbag, dog. Well, no one's expecting a lot out of you. Morally, just professionally. That's right. For anyone who hasn't listened to that episode, I suggest you do it because Rod and Bo go in on Petraeus. Then Rod hosts the show with Lance towards the end. It was pretty good. Thank you very much, Cameron. Yes, thank you. Um, All right. We got one more episode that we did this week. And um got some comments on that too. The episode was three eighty three, mental binder full of women. And uh let's uh talk about the comments on the episode first. Uh now we only have one person leave comments, but they left three comments. It was Miss Christmas. Ah! Um, she's the best she says, Oh my goodness, Rodrin, I fell asleep on this epi like three times. Matter, wait, does that mean it was boring? Well, oh, she probably was tired. I hope it's a compliment. I hope, I hope whatever made you go on for three more, uh, for two more responses means yeah, good she was things. Like, I'm tired. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta listen again. I'm tired. I fell asleep on this epi like three times. Matter of fact, uh, I'm typing this at 11 a.m. on Saturday, so I hope y'all get it in time. Uh, but yeah, coming makes you guys smarter, huh? Well, I just came up with the opposite realization a few months ago and confessed that my post-sex brain don't work too good in a Down syndrome voice and, and all a few days ago. Well, let me get, let me try to explain, let, let me try to listen again and trust I keep falling asleep on this epi. It's not a reflection on y'all, it's me. Oh yeah, and congrats to Justin because Alexa Eames is now legal. Get yours, Playboy, winky face. <laughs> I do not feel good about y'all encouraging that. Uh, Miss Christmas says, Oh, I see here that you guys won't be on for another six hours, which means I didn't miss y'all. Yes. Well, in that case, I have one more thing. Brit voice. One, why is the recurring donation option still new? Hmm. Why isn't Mr. No Good from Mr. No Good.com podcast not one of your friends of the show? Oh my goodness, Rodrin, do provides a tasty joy of ratchetness on a weekly basis with a surprising amount of consciousness. Like he called the election at least, like at least a month ago because he's from Ohio. Oh, hi, ow, she says. Ah! And on top of that, Karen's voice, he did slash does porn, none of which I've seen for reals though, but he's struggling to keep it mainstream and he has a depressed ex-wife. This, this does not sound like reasons to have him on, ah! this sounds sad. <laughs> He has a depressed ex-wife. Wow. I'm trying to find services for her. Maybe she can get some Obamacare so she can go to a shrink and get some Prozac so my dude can do him. He's the type of dude that I admire from far, far, far away. So I won't get swept up into all that. He's like, he's like the really cool, universally respected teachers and students alike. 19-year-old, weed-smoking, semi-pseudo-conscious high school senior who gives you the hove did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that vibe. And Rod, he would have definitely told you you had a future, so you don't need to hang around him. And Karen, I'm, eight, ah! I'm 18, 12% sure that he would fill up on your booty and the club. Oh, my goodness, oh, Rod. If y'all have him on the show, I will have y'all bestest, bestest, best terrificness, best friend ever. I will be your best friend forever in his life and the next. Okay. Okay, my third. Okay, my third and last one more thing. 
Oh. My homie Faux Life invited me to the local SantaCon. Uh, if I go, I'll get a little Santa, a little Santa's little helper outfit from AdamandEve.com with the TBGWT code. It'll come in in like at like thirteen dollars. Wow! I'll keep you posted. Well, don't forget you also get three free DVDs. Yes, you do. A free central gift, gift that I can't even tell you about, and free shipping. So it's really just thirteen dollars plus tax. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um. Anyway, I'll keep y'all posted with that. Now off to a kitty parties. Smiley face. XO hugs and kisses. Miss Crisable. And she said one more thing. Bonders full of women. Trapper keeper remakes coming out soon in 2013. Just need to find a country thug to spit the lyrics for me to a hustle hard esque beat. All right, Miss Crisable. That was a ringing endorsement. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. All right. The poll for the show was, should the uppercut bus driver have lost his job? And um, this is this has got uh, some long-winded responses, man. People felt passionate, I guess. Yes or no. Very simple poll. Yes, 45%, which means no. 55% of people believe you should be able to punch a motherfucker out on camera you, at work. You know what, baby? That goes viral and keep your job. You know what, baby? I'm sorry. For everybody to say no, and I don't care who voted. Fuck you. That makes no sense. Somebody walk in your job, <laughs> punch your ass in the face. You're going to want that fucker fired. Fuck y'all. Yeah, well, first of all, that's the opposite of what happened. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I think. No, no, it's opposite of what happened, but my thing is that. You have to think they're on the clock. That's my point. If somebody on the clock at your job punches somebody, you're going to want them fired. Yeah, I just think people have this thing where they feel like the NBA, it's, that life is like the NBA or NFL, where there's these unspoken rules or just, you know, just like, well, you retaliated, so, uh, you know, but with the other guy swung an elbow and you swung yeah, a fist, and, it's like and, life isn't technical like that. No, it's you, not. And Twitter justice ain't real justice in the court of law. Yeah, you make a you make a scene at your job like that. You need to be fired. Right or wrong, you're probably gonna lose your job. It's just no job wants even to deal with that, and not to mention the liability if you if you do the shit again. Like, yes. say something else happens on that guy's route, and he ends up on fucking world star hip hop again, punching some motherfucker. It's like, well, you motherfuckers knew that this dude was off the handle. Mm-hmm. Now it's been a couple times. What happened? You like? And, and my thing is this: the people that said no, don't own companies where their they would lose money. He gon he gonna lose you money. Why would you want somebody on your payroll that does dumb shit like that that's gonna cause you lawsuits and cause you to spend unnecessary money? Paul Andre Joseph says you can hit someone on video in uniform while on the clock as a representative of the company. Oh wait, you can't. I'm sorry. You can't hit someone on video in uniform while on clock as a representative of the company and expect to keep your job. No. Especially if that someone is a woman, regardless of her behavior, sh- he should have followed the company guidelines for that situation. These rules are spelled out every year during mandatory annual trainings. He knew the rules and probably has a signature acknowledging that he is aware of them. He has no excuses. No, and my and my thing is this. The people that said no, would y'all have punched her? Would, would, would y'all have fun, sir? Probably not. Yeah, it's a lot of people, too, that are like, I wouldn't have did it, but it's good to happen. And, you know, that's the, the reason they don't want to examine, like, why they wouldn't have did it is because they that's the part of it that that is the stupid part. Yeah, because, you know, you'd have lost your job. And he, he, deserved to lose, he deserved to lose his job. And if it was you, you deserved to lose your job, too. 
the tickler says every job has the workplace violence policy if you hit folks you're fired end of story and in that uh and in that this nigga was adding oh and that this nigga was adding color commentary on the ass when we talk about yeah. you're going to jail now no nigga you're going to jail that shit is called assault yes it is don't get me wrong that shit was funny as fuck to watch but you know you got to get fired for that shit yeah like i said the second he got up at that chair it was like, you gonna get it now, and started cooling yeah. her. Step up like a man, yeah. get hit like a man, all Your that job shit. Your job gone. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think, um, especially people who have dealt with the public, there's just part of us that is just like, I, I wish a motherfucker would. Like, I would love to punch a motherfucker today. And when people see that part unleashed in real life, something inside of them is triggered to be like, well, that's just justice. That, what's wrong with that? Why can't they? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, you, you know that like real life doesn't work the way that you know social justice or vigilante justice works on cartoons or the way that it works in a barbershop or the basketball court we all know that no matter how um, idealistic it is the most realistic thing that's going to happen is that you will get fired yes um even if the even if they're only doing it to cover their ass and to save face to be quite honest they're doing it to cover their ass but you put them in a position where they're gonna choice yeah they're gonna look at your contracts look at what you sign say something about you you know oh well in this clause you can't bring any bad publicity to the company so and they'll find a way to make it seem like uh you need to get out of there yeah Um, not to mention like i said if anything else ever happens with this guy and it's because the company didn't fire him oh man i don't even know how you defend that lawsuit and not only yeah not only that that as soon as that shit hit their lawyers got together and even if they didn't have something in there they'd find a technical way to fire him Space Mountain says, as a person who uses public transportation, I would prefer people to leave the driver be. Have their money or card ready to swipe and don't stress out the person who has my life in his hands. Yes. That girl violated all three, plus spit on the driver and said she would whip his mama ass. In conclusion, she deserved every bit of that uppercut. People keep saying he should have accepted it as he chose to work in the public. Yes, he had other options, but as a patron of a service, we don't have the right to fuck with niggas at work. The same reason you don't argue with your waiter in fear of eating chicken fried spat, uh, chicken fried spit is the same reason you should let the man drive the bus and quit trying to ride for free or hold the bus up playing like you don't have your money. He should have bobbed. She should have bobbed and weaved. Uh, well, she had the weed part covered, he said. <laughs> well, um, like I said, man, I, I think that, like I, that, like he's, he's basically diagramming exactly what I said. There's part of people that are like, they, I'm always holding myself back from, you know, all the outrages and injustices that I'm feeling, and I, it was good to see somebody well off. And, and then what he just said, he didn't say any reason he should have had his job. Like, not one. The only thing he really said was that he was justified in hitting her. But he didn't say one reason why the company, what the company's perspective on needing this guy to work this route is. And that's the real truth. Like, you're not, you're more wrapped up in the social justice of it more than the legality of 
uh, defending this guy keeping his job because you have no fucking case. There's really no case for why he needs to be on that route or keep that job. It's more, it's, it's hard to defend his actions as an employer or employee. Yes. And on top of that, uh, even when you was reading, they brought up a good point. Not only lawsuits from her, from other patrons, suppose he would have wrecked, he would have crashed, he would have hit something else or hit somebody else. Not only do you have her, you have other people. So you have have multiple lawsuits you know you riding a bus somebody does some guess what you you who wrote this letter you will sue too so guess what he deserved to be fired mr spade says hell nah he should be, he should have been able to keep his job <laughs> uh, you know he's from detroit baby yeah he would have been like why didn't he shoot her um <laughs> i hope they have a union and they actively fight to get his job back Mm-mm. people can't just feel as though they can do whatever they see like this the social justice thing People can't just feel as though they can do whatever the hell they want to you and get away with it. That's yeah, not his, but, but that's not about his job. No. That's that's just a life thing. That's like if I was just standing at the bus stop and someone did this and I punched them, it's like, yeah, that's right. But but you just took out the fact that you're at work. Yes, you are you're at work. You're on the clock. You're representing somebody. What about representation? Are people missing here? Because I guarantee you that she won't be jumping up in somebody's face that she don't know that quick again. Get your ass on the bus. Sit the fuck down and shut up. Why is that such a hard concept? And if you put your hands on somebody, expect to be dealt with accordingly. Right. And you're at your job. He put his hands on somebody and he was dealt with accordingly. Yes, he was. According to the job policy. Yep. Which is, According to the paperwork, he signed that you signed and everybody else signed and said motherfuckers can't be fighting at their jobs. Yeah, you can't. And the, and the company can't co-sign the idea of someone hitting someone at the job. They just no. cannot. Like, it, like you're a company. So you you can't just be like, yeah, man, um, it's cool if you punch your motherfuckers at the job, man. Like, you have to stand up and be like, look, that's not acceptable. And we don't want any of our other drivers doing it. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, 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 the Cleveland Metro, uh, transport, uh, cannot, cannot be behind the idea of our drivers taking the law into their own hands. They have to be behind the idea of you getting your ass out of that situation. Every job I've ever had that where they've been like, look, this is the the deal for if there's a altercation at work, there's some type of violence. Anything. It's always something about you call the cops, you get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. It's never and, stand up, punch someone in the face and, and win the fight. And my thing is that I understand people in their social justice but my thing is this, and I will always stand behind this. He was an he was the authoritative figure the whole time, and at any time there was a lot of other options. A lot of people acting like this was his only option. Now, if he was out of uniform, he'd have still been wrong, but he did. He wouldn't have had you know a, 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 a uniform on. But when you're in a uniform and you're representing your company, you just can't do that. And most people know that, understand that. They just wish they could, but they know they can't. Well, I have one more uh, example I would throw out there. What if she would have won the fight? Would y'all have been cool with that? Or would y'all have been like, he's at work, and you can't be doing that to people at work, and this is why he got to call the police, and why was he, like, if that, like, it's cool because we saw something amazing, and this person get uppercut, and it was so ridiculous, and blah, 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 and, uh, you know, it's the age of the internet, and the most outrageous, like, oh, it's so outrageous, you know, I, I love it, but, um, nah, man, that's not, um, mm-hmm. that's not really what, that's not really, 
uh how a company can see it a company can't see it that way like we as people on the street we can just go look at this ratchetness it's on world star and laugh you can like the facebook video you can argue with people on twitter but your company is not about to defend your ass for doing some shit you hitting people no no. like because if it happens again they are going it's going to easily it's going to be open and shut like what the fuck was this nigga still doing with a job oh well you know yeah we had why to. was he why why did you not fire him why? all right we got voicemails we need to play all these so let's get cool. to playing let's do it sir hey jamal uh hey karen this is greg um i was listening to the uh thursday show and you were talking about the the daddy daughter dances um i don't remind those stories. i guess it, it depends on the kind of daddy daughter dance like the one that, that what you when you mentioned it the first thing i thought of was the, uh, I think they're called like the purity ball or something, mm-hmm. or purity prom. It's where the, uh, the daughters go with their fathers, like, you know, at their dates and stuff, and then they, uh, make a purity pledge to where, you know, they won't have sex until they're married. And these girls are like between the ages of 12 and 18. And, um, you know, I felt that was kind of creepy because, like, it, like that was, it was, I think it was like some kind of CBS news report or stuff like that but the daughters are like giving their virginity to their father and their father like has control of their virginity and their vagina that's where it all begins see so there it is um it's uh-huh. actually on vh1 not cbs but anyway um that's the first thing that i thought of and i thought it was kind of creepy secondly if you haven't seen it or people listening to this voicemail haven't seen it you should check out white people morning romney.tumblr.com wow it is hilarious just all the struggle faces after romney lost and people posting facebook statuses about how mad they are and uh it is pure entertainment um and until next time i'll talk to you guys later peace peace yeah that's that is creepy those purity dances like i don't know that I've always thought those things were weird. It's, yes. It's like, pledge your virginity to me. It's like, uh, that's kind of old school, isn't it, sir? It, that's your daughter. You're not going to fuck her, are you? Property. I hope you don't. Can we leave her with you? Because I feel like a court monitor should be here or something. Mm, no, you need a supervision for the supervisor. <laughs> uh, hey, Jamal and Karen again. This is Greg. Um <clears throat> I was uh, listening to the feedback show, and, and I didn't see the poll that you had uh, earlier in the week with those kids I watched to look like Malcolm X. And at the time, um, as in 1992, he's the closest actor you're going to get. I mean, if you try to think of some other, you know, you may ask somebody to think of some other actors who could have played him that may have looked more like him. And you can't say Terrence Howard. You can't say him. You have to go back to 1992. No one had heard of Terrence Howard then. Mario Van Peebles. And I was looking up. I know there's some TV movies and they uh, were some movies that they all came out at the same time about Muhammad Ali. There were two TV movies and then the Ali with Will Smith. I was looking at, okay, who played Malcolm X in those movies? And it was like uh, uh, Mario Van Peebles, Gary Durden from uh, CSI's, I wanted the CSI's, and Joe Morton. Okay, and not only do those three guys not look alike, um, they all barely look like they have the like the smallest resemblance to Malcolm X as far as like 
just as much as Denzel Washington looks like Malcolm X. So, I mean, you're not going to get that perfect guy uh, every single time. Um, and the guys who played Muhammad Ali uh, <laughs> in those movies are like Terrence Howard and uh, David Ramsey and, of course, Will Smith. Um, and then like, a couple of years before, there was that Don King movie where Eddie Winslow played Muhammad Ali, and they looked nothing alike. So, you know, you're not going to get these perfect castings all the time. And I think with Zoe Saldana, uh, yeah, she looks nothing like Nina Simone, but, you know, there's there's makeup and technology to make this whole thing work. They just weren't going to just put her out there, you know. So um, people should just, uh, just chill out about it. So uh, that's all i got for right now, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Uh, no doubt, man. Um, and I just want to point out that this shit with the, with the X movie, when Denzel got that role, um, that was the same time that, uh, Mario Van Peebles was, was hype. Like, it was mm-hmm. pretty, like, he was a director and an actor. Um, he actually did New Jack City mm-hmm. in 1991. And, uh, he was coming off of, you know, the light skin craze, and a lot of people wanted him to play Malcolm X. But Denzel got the part. X didn't come out until 1992. So that was the main contender. And I believe that uh, Mario Van Peebles plays Malcolm X in the 2001 film Ali. So, like, that was a big thing. Like, why didn't he get the role of Malcolm X? And everyone has these opinions until you see the movie. And if someone does a good job, then you don't care anymore. And that's my mm-hmm. only point. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of your point, too, which is, you know, I'm not even trying to make the argument that Zoe Zaldana is going to do a good job. Mm-hmm. I just say, let's see the movie. And give her a chance. If it's bad, we'll be like, fuck her. If it's good, we'll be like, that's okay, cool. Great. That's right. That's that's that goes. That's how it rolls. All right. Next voicemail. Hold the fuck on. Hold the motherfucking phone. Uh, bro, man, what, what, what the fuck you say your name was? Travis from Florida? Bro, really? After I done went to bat, got them out of shit, blood, sweat, tears, defending our state, and you go get on the mic in front of the whole black guy who took nation. And co-sign with they ass talking about some Florida's a fucked up state. What you gonna say next? It's back to Miami? Huh? That what you gonna say next? <laughs> Nigga, you have just betrayed everything. <laughs> you, you, oh my God. You have just betrayed everything that is our sunshine state. You have betrayed our beaches. And our booties, and our bikinis, and our barbecue, and our palm trees. Nigga, you have betrayed 80 degree weather in the middle of motherfucking December. <sighs> but I kept thinking to myself, wow, why the fuck would he say this shit? Then it hit me. You said it. Your punk ass from Broward. You know what they say down here. Cowards from Broward get sprayed in day. Fuck all that shit, man. You broke my heart, man. You broke my heart, man. <laughs> Black Eyed Hootie Nation. One love. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say she was upset? Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit, man. Cowards from Broward get sprayed in date. That's beautiful. Oh, oh God. Oh, Florida is so ratchet, man. I love it. Cowards from Broward get sprayed and dade. 
Whew. All right. Next email. <laughs> <laughs> she went in. And, and and another thing, Mr. Mr. Broward County. Uh, if you do some shit like that again, if you ever, if you ever betray the state of Florida like that again, you're gonna have your ass brought up on trees and charges, okay? I cause this this don't make no damn sense, man. See now you don't got me walking around my house once again, walking around my house for no damn reason, trying to understand why the fuck, why the fuck you would lend creams to anything these motherfuckers out here say. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm cool. Okay. See, it's early Sunday morning. Boy, the Lord ain't even finished blessing me yet. And now I got to go take a damn train. All because of you, bro. All because of you. All right. All right. I got my eye on you. I got my eye on your ass, nigga. You better watch your motherfucking back at parties and picnics in the motherfucking shower. Watch your motherfucking back, nigga. Once again, Black Eyed Hotel Nation. Chill is the best, man. Yes. Oh, God. Got my eye on your ass. <laughs> she called back. Oh, mm. man. He had a human. Oh, he probably won't be calling show again. <laughs> Next voice. We love you, dog. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. It's uh, it's Mr. Westside. Um, I'm calling in response to uh, Camille, who called and left a message on last week's feedback show uh, about her problem with the weed smell in her car. You can go to a law enforcement agent agency and ask them to check your car. I would recommend not telling them that you bought your car two years ago because then it, it looks kind of shady. Like, yeah, I bought my two my car two years ago. It smells like weed the whole time, but I'm fine. But just now I'm getting around to uh, getting it checked out. That seems kind of shady. I wouldn't leave with that. But if, do tell them that, you know, you bought it used, you know, and you had this issue. I would at least go with, if you have a friend in law enforcement, tell them and have them go with you. If you can, if you can do that, or if you have someone that's military, um, they do military personnel do have that option. When we when we buy used cars, we can take it up to security at whatever base or military installation we're stationed at, and they do that for us. If you can get, you know, I would recommend if you know anybody in law enforcement, ask them to help you out. It can be done. Um, but that's it. Thanks. Love the show. Peace. Um, okay, Karen, what do you think about that advice? That's actually kind of smart because, like he said, you just roll up there like, hey, I bought the used car and smell like weed. They find weed. They don't call the cops and arrest your ass. So it, it is probably better to... Well, that, he's saying, say that you... Don't tell them that you had the car for two years. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't dare tell them that. Yeah, see, I disagree. I would absolutely tell them... First of all, I wouldn't take my car down there. I don't know what y'all niggas thinking. <laughs> Cops, help me out. Can you find some evidence that might put me in jail? Um, number one, I wouldn't go down there. But number two, if I was going to go down there, um, I would tell them the whole truth. If I'm dealing with a cop 
and that, that, that's true. It's on that, the record. That's information. I'm not telling any lies that make me look more fucking suspicious. That's true. If it's, it's easy to verify how long you had the car. Uh, there's all sorts of records of you having that car. So if you're going to go to the police station and turn your car in for weed, which I would not fucking do. Keep in mind, I would not do this. They're not impounding my shit. I need, a, I need that car. True. Um, but if I was going to do it, I would tell them the truth. You don't lie to the cops about shit you don't need to lie about. Right. And, That's true, too. Uh, and it would, it would be one of them things where, hey, I got this used car, da 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 You ask, I'm say, hey, two years. But, you know, it's going to be something like that. Yeah. Um, like I said, that's still very fucking iffy. Um, I'd rather take a good day out to try to clean the shit myself, make sure I don't find anything, and roll that way. Not to mention cops will fuck your shit up. It, it's not their car. So they'll cut the holes in your seat still like whatever yeah. they need to do and you are responsible for that yes, they are, are not responsible for the charges that are in, incurred when they search a vehicle so mm-hmm. do not do that shit uh thanks for the advice mr Westside. but listen i'm saying at do, don't fucking do that shit that's ridiculous take your chances with the law uh and drive drive speed limit all right man <laughs> next voicemail all right see okay i'm, I'm cool now I done had a couple drinks. Actually, I done had five of them motherfuckers, all right? Ah! Uh, Travis from Broward. It's all love, okay? It, it, it's all love, you know? You lost your mind for a minute, you know? You you were probably, you know, caught up in the in the whole, you know, Obama getting real at the thing, you know? You probably had you cocktails, you probably didn't know what you were saying, you know? Okay, but um, I'm just going to leave you with a little piece of advice, all right? Don't ever go against the family again. <laughs> okay, bro? Don't ever go against the family again. All right, man. Black Eyed Hotel Nation. One love. Peace out. <laughs> Oh, she so I guess Travis is mafia uh, down there. You part of the mafia, dog. Chill loves you. Travis is cool again. Next one. Oh, yeah, you cool, dog. What up, Mr. Ross? What's up, Miss Karen? Uh, this is your boy Keith from Dallas, smooth criminal. Uh, Karen, mm-hmm. you know what? Hey, man, I feel bad about your racist moment in the nail salon. I actually had one, you know what I'm saying? And I felt kind of bad after it, but you know what I'm saying? I'll let you, I'll, I'll tell it to you. You know, I had to go for a drug test for my physical. And, um, I'm doing the, I did the little pee in the cup thing and, you know, the little, you know, we got to like do calisthenics or whatever while we in there. Check out heart rate and everything to make sure we good. And at the end, they had to, um, get like hair samples. You know, like hair follicles or whatever. Well, you know, I'm kind of, I'm bald. You know, so when she seen my head, she was like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna get the hair from, um, you know, let me see your arm. And, there was really no hair on my arm. Uh-huh. And then she said, let me see your legs. And I played the leg, and she was like, well, you know, you don't really have any hair on your leg. I said, nah, I've been like that all my life. You know, hair on my legs, anything. And, um, you know, these are two Hispanic women. So, for some odd reason, you know what I'm saying, when she said, well, you got hair on your chest, I said, yeah. I said, to be honest, I'm kind of like, you know, one of those Mexican hairless dogs or whatever. And she looked. And I, I, in my mind, I want you to say Chihuahua. Yes. Okay? In my mind. That's what I wanted to say. But it didn't come out that way. It came out Mexican hairless. Because when I was a kid, 
that's what, you know what I'm saying, I remember people saying that was all we call like Mr. Hamlet. And she looked at me with this look, man, and I was like, damn. I felt so ah. bad behind the shit. So then, you know, we went and, you know, she got the hair, she took away, they got the hair from my chest, and the whole time while she's doing it, man, I'm just sitting there like, God, I, I'm, I, I feel like a piece of shit. Because I didn't want to say that, and I knew that they looked at me like this bastard. Well, that's my 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 little racist story, man. I didn't really want to do it like that, but it just shit happened, man. You know what I'm saying? Shit happened. Well, once again, I'm out. Um, oh yeah, nice pick, please. Yeah, shit happens when you racist. Shit happens to racist people that are being racist. I agree, and that sounded pretty racist to me. Next voicemail. Hello, Ross and Karen. This is uh, Stephen Richards out of Beaumont, South Carolina. How you guys doing? Um, I was listening to your mu- your Sunday show, and I was hearing the uh, Bullet Ball theme song. Now, now I got a couple things to say about that theme song. Now, they are going to have to update their uh, swag, if you put it like that. Uh, isn't that what you guys call it? Swag? Uh, you guys. Swagger? What you mean by you guys? You know, or something like that. Uh, they're going to have to update that uh, that that swagger because it sounds kind of like uh, that guy out of Montgomery, Alabama, who had that mini mark song uh, that... Uh, that free market Montgomery song, and then they remade it back on the uh, Cleveland show, if you know what I'm talking about. Now, I think that they just really should call uh, one of them guys like, uh, like oh, uh, DJ Premier or something like that and have them come and make one of those uh, nice banging hippity-hop tracks like you did for Nas uh, and, and, and uh, Jay-Z and... And uh, ludicrous and all those guys like that. Yeah, I, I just I just want the best for them. You know that's why I'm asking about. Maybe they need to hire a professional rapper too because you know doing it themselves. You know I don't know. Hell, it might it just might not. It just doesn't sound too good. I just had to say that. Now you know because I feel like I can uh, you know myself and I'm not a rapper. Okay, I'm not a rapper, but I can do a little bit better than that. I guess. I guess, you know, you got to have a little storyline or something like that. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, uh, it's just a little thought or something like that. Hey, if they want Stephen Rich to rap on the song, all they got to do is email me, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send a, a rap out. Of course, uh, yeah, 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 they just got to uh, gotta contact me, okay? All right, well, Rod and Karen, I, I appreciate you guys' show, and uh, I'm going to keep listening. I might call back in and say something about something else. But uh, thank you, guys, and you guys have a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, I also wanted to let you guys know, uh, uh, congratulations on the election and everything like that. Now, I'm not, I'm not salty about anything, okay? I just want to let you know I'm not I'm not salty about anything. And, you know, it's kind of funny to see some of these people in their comments, see, see how mad they get. Some of these people get really mad. But I tell you what, this country is in the hands of the world almighty, all right? All right. Now, okay, you guys have a good one. I ain't used my three minutes up, so wait this old boys, man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Steven Richards. Yes. Another great call. And, uh, yeah, we'll take the welcomes. I guess he assumes uh, you people that uh, he means by Obama, he means the Democrats. So yes. uh, I definitely did vote for the Democrats this time. I did. So uh, I'll take that. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. 
Yo, Rodden Karen and Denzel. Uh, once again, another great week of shows. Um, I was calling because I remember you guys were talking about how GameStop don't do the uh, checking of discs. Well, I just want to say that it depends on where you live, because where I live, these motherfuckers still be on their grind with the checking discs out and turning, really? putting them in and checking to see they actually work. Um, Good but yeah, I mean, like, people, like, there are still some stores that do that. But I guess you just gotta live in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just wanted to say that, I mean, you guys are just great. I love you guys. Uh, there are some times where I'm down and I just listen to you guys. And I listen to the feedback shows and just chills the ratchetness. Just kind of <laughs> makes me laugh and whatnot. So, I appreciate you guys a whole bunch. Um, my birthday is gonna be on Sunday, so, I just wanted to call before my weekend gets all hectic and forget about calling in like I have been every other week. So this time, I ain't forget. All right, guys. Oh, and Rod, you said you got Borderlands? Hit me up, dude. I got that two on the 360. If you want to, if you want to get on and play a few, play a, play for a few hours, man, hit me up. Uh, I'm friends with Aaron, King Scorpio 88. Look for me. Holla. All right. I'm writing Ooh. that down. King Scorpio 88, I believe he said. Yes, he did. I will make sure to put you down, young Dens, and happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. I know it's early, but happy birthday tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, man, real nice dude, listen to the show, and um, thank you very much. And here's the thing, man, they probably just check your disc because you black, wherever you're at. Bet Bet it's a lot of white people there, isn't it? Let's see. What you really need to do, stick around, wait to see if they check the white people disc. That's how you can tell. Like, look at these young Negroes. <laughs> the crack, the, the weed. We gotta be sure this shit works. Be sure they ain't try to sell it for the yeah. crack. Check the back of the disc, see if it's got weed stains on it. Let's sniff it. Does it smell like weed? Yeah. Was it in? So was it in her car? Take a sniff of it. <laughs> yeah, that's got some. That's been used to chop up weed. That got don't, some good stuff. Don't take it. I know that smell. All right, next voice now. Oh yeah. Casey Storm, happy belated Veterans Day, nigga. Hey, lighten up, bro. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? The president gonna represent. You ain't got to worry about two terms and all that shit. Hey, you, you should know damn well niggas don't act a fool. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that matters is how the president carries himself. Okay? In the meantime, like I said, happy belated Veterans Day, bruh. Thank you for your service, nigga. <laughs> Black out who took nation. One love. Peace out. Peace out to you. Thank you for your service, nigga. Yep. Last voicemail. Hey, what up, Rod? What up, Karen? It's your boy Josh Sears, representing from H-Town. Man, love the show. Started listening back in early September. Can't get enough of it, man. But yeah, I'm calling, man, this week because this whole General Ketchers affair, or however you pronounce his name, man, this is crazy, man. This guy is the head of the CIA, and he's getting caught creeping. Like, I feel like our country should be completely scared right now that the head of the CIA 
can't creep. Like, that's the position that you need to be the best creeper in the world at. Yes. And, you know, you think this guy would have, like, some, some type of special cell phone to where he can call and it can't be tracked. He, he has, like, email addresses that don't use IP addresses and stuff. Some, some like, James Bond, Mission Impossible type shit. And this nigga's getting caught up. And to top it off, he's getting his homeboys caught up too, man. It's like that dude when you when you're younger who who creep and then gets you caught up in his mess too, man. It's hella crazy, man. But in that man, nothing necessary, man. Enjoy the show. Y'all take it easy, man. And go Duke. Go Duke, nigga. Get off my teeth. What? <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> nah, thank you for calling. And uh, yeah, man, that. If Atreus can't get it done, they was reading his emails and shit. It's like, man, your ass ain't got no hope. Nope. If you just a regular dude, you ain't got no hope. At um, all. All right, man. We got emails. We'll open up the phone lines. Uh, the phone number, of course, is 704-557-0186. Um, and uh, let's get to reading some of these emails uh, from people who put in on the show, man. Uh, Ronald left this message. Or Ron from South Carolina. He says disappointed but i'm subscribing anyway i listened to the blackout tips for the first time today and let me say that i was disappointed well on one point i was completely let down but i did enjoy the other parts of the podcast greatly i downloaded the podcast titled death metal because i'm a big fan of death metal cannibal corpse Uh carcass dying fetus etc are all top-notch musical acts and i was hoping something death metal related to be manifested no no, i'm sorry you 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 explained to me what death metal was i thank you for the explanation but now no no sorry yeah uh we actually uh named it death metal because a i don't know if this is any better but a Thank you for enlightening me. <laughs> we named it that because a pastor got beat to death in his church with a with a good, with an electric guitar. guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I don't know that uh, how yeah, you. I, I think we, you know, it, it kind of is on that same role, but a little different. <laughs> um, I'll deal with death. But alas, it was a one-second punchline to the bludgeon preacher story. Regardless of that, I enjoyed the show's flow, and I look forward to playing catch-up with your other episodes. Look, man, the titles have nothing to do with the fucking show, so uh, it's going to be really interesting when you start writing emails like, I just don't understand why you call the show Tittygate. Yes. Now, on the show, nobody's titties was out, and there were no gates. So I'm not comprehending this. <laughs> but we welcome you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome to the show. Um, and um, yeah, we look forward to your mini. mini. Uh, let's see, how many episodes? 383. Yeah, we look forward to 383 uh, emails of none of this shit was on the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we will read them on the other feedback show. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't understand. Why you would say wrap it up, B? No one was wrapping anything up, Mm-mm. and uh, no B. And who is B? Uh, what is orgasmo quill? I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't see why you would call it the glass ceiling of evil. No one was at the actual glass ceiling. Mm-mm. And why is it evil? Yeah, the ceiling isn't evil. It's just an object. Say, however, if you could make an effort to check out some death metal, I would recommend Scotland's cerebral bore. Also, on the hip-hop side, I recommend Graydon Square's new disc, The Mandrell Brat Set, 
West Coast flow and our intellect enjoy. Hells, Ron, Charleston, South Carolina. Well, Ron, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. There's no way in hell I'm listening to those things. But for the fans out there that want to, go check it out. I don't tell anyone else not to listen to it, but I'm just real close-minded with music. I only listen to hip-hop, and uh, that's it. And I actually don't feel bad about people judging me for that. So, no power over me, dog. Fuck is with that Kendrick right now. Um, Shout out to from the UK, says Daniel. Uh, Daniel, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he goes by Danny Darkspace. Hey guys, just wanted to say you are doing epic stuff over there in America, and making making <laughs> making me and the boys laugh all the time is always welcome. Not gonna repeat myself, but I left a review on UK iTunes. Quick side note: Black Twitter is just as bad over here, maybe worse. Like English ratchetness is on some fucked up levels. Keep it. Keep it up, though. Danny Darkspace. Well, we got, shit. We Let me go, go look this up. UK iTunes. Yeah, I'll go look this up right now. Um, I don't know what to give you guys to talk about, but um, Karen, can you tell them? Oh, yeah. Victor Varnado is going to be on the show tomorrow. Mauro, I'm excited about that. That should be fun. Yeah, he's a comedian. Uh, his website is bestalbino.com. Um, very funny guy. He's been on, like, Keith and the Girl. Um, he's been on, a, actually, a lot of podcasts. I actually listened to uh, probably six or seven podcasts he's been he's on. movies. Um, yeah, he's been in Pluto Nash. Um, and uh, before you try to dead, uh, to downplay that, just remember that uh, he didn't start in Pluto Nash. No. It wasn't his fault. No. Uh, one of the few movies um that were that bad that i saw in the theater so yeah I, yeah we seen it <laughs> i saw that in the theater um and i promise not to make any jokes about him owing me any money or anything like that um all right let me see i don't know if i have uh okay here's here's what we got consistently good is the latest uh itunes review i see from the uk we got several from the uk yeah we've read some of these okay though. Uh, I think we read, uh, Cheddar Getter, which is the, the, uh, my, the one, the guy works in like the, uh, the, uh, the Walmart. Did we read that? I don't even remember, baby. Okay. My teammates from Cheddar Getter. This is July 23rd, five stars, which is why I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. These guys simply rock. I work nights in Asda in London, which is owned by Walmart. It can be hard work. Rob, just playing Rod, and Karen are my teammates. This hilarious husband and wife couple keep me in good spirits all night with their witty banter and random ratchetness. A new word I learned from the show. My favorite part of the show is that I get to listen and ch- to chill call in and definitely love Guess the Race. Rod and Karen, you guys are the best. Here's hoping I can be the official Londoner of the show. Ooh, I wonder if Mike um, Gray is going to have a problem with that. I know, right? I don't know. Uh, Mike, anyway, uh, you said it, so you get to do it until somebody buys something and says they want it. So you can be the official Londoner of the show, Cheddar Getter. Uh, keep up the work. P.S. I think I now fancy Amber P. Oh, shit now. Well, she does like yeah, them. Yeah, Amber, you international European. girl. Hey. She does like them they European. Like she heard y'all, you know, you know, y'all into a little bit of curve with hey. your, with your women. Hey, she bring that burlesque overseas. Burlesque, mm-hmm. Burlesque, I tear it up. So bring those pasties and, and get the hop and get you a passport, girl. Uh, consistently good five stars for, from Hermit underscore ish. Love this podcast. I've yet to be disappointed by an episode. Always amusing and interesting by turns. They have a varied array of guests that allow them to raise different issues for discussion. Also, 
love the review of the ratchet read crazy and funny recent news stories. I would be lost without them in my rotation during the daily commute to keep me awake behind the wheel. I, I'd encourage anyone to give the show a listen. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. So hopefully, Daniel, one of those was yours because I went to the UK iTunes. Um, if not, uh, let Let's me know go. and um, we'll see what we can do because sometimes iTunes has issues posting reviews, yes, shit does. like that. Lionel writes in, college versus the NFL. I'm so glad you brought this topic up on the show, Rob, because this topic always comes up anytime there's a great college team in any of the major sports. Like you said, college kids play professionals. Oh, college kids playing professionals are like playing their future selves. Mm -hmm. But that's only about 40 to 50 percent of the team on a great college team. Right. Yeah, that's always weird. They're like, well, they got three guys that can go to the NFL, so they should be able to beat an NFL team. It's like, no. no. But the rest of them are going to be doctors and lawyers. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, teachers. The rest of those dudes are playing against guys they will never be equipped to play. Furthermore, people grossly undervalue how much more mentally capable of playing that sport um, I guess he means the other team is like how much mentally, how much the mind has to do with, you know, playing the game, like tricks you learn, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. To me, that may be an even bigger obstacle than the physical ones. College kids play the sport 20 to 30 hours a week. These pro guys play the sport for a nine to five. That's a huge difference. Yes, sir. Yeah. No classes to go to in the NFL. Last email. Um, and it's from my man in the bleachers, Mike Felder. Rod and Karen, oh, first of all, the title of the email is Work Bitches. Rod and Karen, shout out to Justin. He came with the realest fact that I've been battling every day now. Women come home from work every day with a story of someone at work they hate. Every day the girl comes home with amazing work stories about conflict at her job. I think it has so much to do with women's non-confrontational and passive-aggressive styles. If this stuff was happening to me, I'd either let it ride or tell someone to get out my face and stop it. Apparently, that's not what ladies are into. Ah! <laughs> uh, I will say this, man. Um, first of all, Justin is ratchet as shit. But um, yes, he is. number two, uh, I think that um, men get away with complaining about their jobs and shit, too. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I think men and women just kind of communicate differently. Yes, um, they do. Dudes are straightforward. Women want to give you a lot more details. Probably shit you don't care about, but that's that's just her way of communicating. Right. It's not that. It's not uh, so much about like, well, dudes don't have problems at work. But it's mm-hmm. like by the time I'm ready to talk about a problem from work, it's gotten to that point where it's like, if I don't talk about this, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, I think women are just taught to be like this is what happened at work today oh yeah and this girl is still a bitch and <laughs> yes. you can get your daily bitch update if you want to um i opt not to i'm like no i'll take my every once in a while but i prefer not to talk about that shit because it's depressing and yes it is i'm very solution oriented and i'm like well this is the fucking thing you need to do about it and i don't want to hear this story tomorrow the same way and find out you didn't do any of the shit we talked about <laughs> yeah, yep. so it's like if you bring it up to me and eventually it's going to turn around on you because it's like, hey, man, um, remember you were supposed to write your boss and tell them that this person was doing this thing? And it's like, well, I didn't do that. I just I told her that she need to do this. And it's not about women not being confrontational or passive aggressive or putting up with stuff. A lot of times they will say something, but that's just not the way you handle stuff in corporate America. Um, and men, too. I just think that men I've seen men do this at work. It's just that. 
um for some reason in corporate america a man being a bitch is okay because typically it's the more aggressive like that's what men are supposed to do they're supposed to go to work and be mean and angry and don't take no shit but really if that dude had a vagina we'd be like he is the biggest bitch at work we hate him Mm -hmm. so i think it's just a matter of perception i think dudes get do a lot of this shit at work too yes they do they have mood they're moody have mood swings are nasty with people cut people off bitchy too but like you said it's something about that slip between your legs versus balls that people just have a different perspective on how they look at you vast majority of women i work with have been completely fine and normal of course to be quite honest with you and that's not even trying to be like oh i just need to kiss women's ass just honest to goodness 99% 99% of women I've worked with I've never had an issue with and they've never had an issue with me and they don't go around the office bitching and being mean and mm-hmm. shit I just think uh it's one of those things where like I said the way we communicate in relationships it seems like that bitch at work hates me and I hate that bitch and all this shit but it's like mm, chances are y'all really ain't doing or saying too much shit to each other mm-hmm. anyway like one thing happened that day and now you had to talk about it for five hours it's like eh, <laughs> i don't think so white code switching exists uh now he would know he's one of the foremost experts on whiteness yes he and is white culture white code switching exists obviously i know a lot of white people we are tight they code switch on more than race i can assure you um you just have to hang out with more people who do drugs right that's all uh-oh uh, the switch from upstanding citizen and employee to I'm getting a ball of blow and doing lines tonight is amazing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I have white friends that do drugs. I mean, I ain't saying no names, but oh, I've been there for those discussions. But I'm telling you, brother, the universal code switch, because not all white people do drugs. No, they don't. But all white people are white. And I don't expect us to be there for those conversations. And there's no way for us to prove it. Because in order to prove it, you would have to not be there. It's a yeah, conundrum, I, Mike. I got caught in one of those conversations one time. I was so confused. I was like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Yeah, I've been I out there. It's was like I was rolling, and uh, I was about to do some whippets. I was like, we was rolling whippets? What are we doing what, now? Yeah, what's we doing? Yeah, one time I got high on heroin. What, 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 what is we, how did we get here? Yeah, then Jimmy had an eight ball that fell out of his pocket. I'm like, mm. Yeah, they having to explain shit to me while they trying to tell the story. So, yeah, man, I definitely understand that code switching, but that's just drug code switching. White, anybody can do that. You don't got to be white to do drug code switching. I'm saying the only universal, exclusively white code switching is probably racism. And that's why they miss it, y'all. And I don't blame them. I understand, guys. You went from a time, like when you see these shows like uh, Boardwalk Empire and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And all the conversation and Mad Men and shit, and it's like all the conversations are like, and I told that up in his shine that he needed. I'm like, yeah, this is white men relaxing, drinking a scotch, talking how they want to talk. Um, anyway, one of my favorite things. Yes, Jim, send over the contracts at 450 turns into yo, Ricky D. I need an eight ball. Can I pick it up at 501? Uh, portray a scandal. I've been very in tune to this and because it is awesome. I love the Lebanon angle. I love the FBI agent shirtless. Ah, ah. More, most importantly, I love the right wing Benghazi angle. Like these fucking things go hand in hand and they are noble for asking about Benghazi while people like me are reading Jezebel making jokes. Yeah. It's like, well, I was not able to check the security cameras. I was too busy getting blown. Like, come on, man. Anyway, I've been reading this conservative lady's timeline and she's so mad. Watching this is like seeing someone deteriorate into their own manic state. Oh. I hope she makes the carry face, Homeland. 
also oh. also obama is president now when does he start making us get gay married i know he's forcing it on us so i just oh, hope boy. i get a good partner Rod, who do you got in obama's forced gay marriage i don't know man um hopefully i get a lesbian woman that way we'll both be like kind of gay married thing. yeah you know and we can like watch the game stuff like that uh and karen have fun have fun finding a woman to marry in obama's america <laughs> the quote-unquote get stuff approach is ridiculous they really are the folks who were clinging they really are the folks who were clinging to jim crow laws as everywhere around them got integrated while they shouted not our town they're like the football teams who said we'll never have darkies even as the teams who integrated proceeded to beat their ass this whole i'd rather lose than change mentally is going to lead to a lot of losing for them mm-hmm. america is different and america needs the republic party republican party to change to grow up to stop marginalizing itself and slipping into oblivion discourse between separate factions is how progress is created progress cannot spring from crotchety old men hollering about staying off that line yeah I agree, man. Like, I'm not one of these people that just, I hate Republicans because they're Republicans. It's like, look, man, if you're moderate to reasonable uh, Republican, I can fuck with you. Honestly. There's a lot of shit that they say that I'm like, ah, okay, that's not the end of the world. And sometimes the fringe of the left wing gets to a point where I'm like, I don't support what y'all are talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times where I actually do think war is a completely valid and reasonable thing to do. Um, there's time, like I said, I don't care about torture. And I know that a lot of people from the left wing do. I don't care about closing Guantanamo. I, um, that kind of shit. Well, I'm just like, you know, I, I can't necessarily vibe with everything they're saying. And then it's like, instead of Republicans having easy, any reasonable thing about that, instead, they're just like to the extreme. Like, let's kill the people in Iran. It's like, well, I definitely don't agree with your ass either. I know it's so. <laughs> so it's like, where, where's my reasonable people at? You know, you keep trotting Ron Paul out here as a reasonable person, but he has no fucking chance. He's a dissenting voice in that party. And not to mention, I, there's some of his social stances where I'm like, um, no, nah, nigga, the government actually does need to be involved with social some things. You can't let the free market determine shit like uh, who gets rights. I know it's so <laughs> who can vote. Right. Um, all right. On another serious note, why do you think McCrory, what do you think McCrory is going to do here? In Charlotte, he was a middle, he was as middle as it got as mayor. He worked with people and our growth was tremendous. Mm-hmm. I know he did what he had to to get elected in terms of appeasing the psycho right wingers to earn the nomination and money. But do you think he toes that line? I mean, I think he's a good politician and in Raleigh, he could he could be good for NC, especially since we haven't had anyone look out for Charlotte from up there in well ever. Yeah, that's true. Just wanted to get your thoughts because, well, as everyone knows, I love North Carolina and I want us to be a bad ass, be as badass as ever. Love, peace, and hair grease. I be eating chicken, Felder. <laughs> um, I don't know what McCrory's gonna do, man, because every time he's one of those he's one of those reasonable Republicans, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I have not kept up with him as much since he yeah. stopped becoming the mayor of Charlotte. Yeah. I thought he was one of the more reasonable mayors, but one of the reasons that he seemed reasonable is because in order to be the mayor of Charlotte, you have to win the black vote. Yes, you do. Um, and now Mayor Anthony Fox obviously has that unlocked, but um, 
he was winning here for a while like that. For I think years. he saw the writing on the wall, but he was one of those people that was able to go on like a WBT, which is a local AM radio station, which is slipped further and further right to the point where uh it's pretty much just racism AM now. Yes, it is. Like it's not even pretending to not be. Um But uh yeah, it was like he used to go there and host an hour of the show, take calls by himself and this is not a show that he has to do is he's a mayor and he would have these reasonable stances i would find myself being like okay i can see the logic in that i can see the angle he's taking for this and that but um yeah to win the the, the actual seat for the north for north carolina i don't know what he's had to do and say man and i don't know what the restrictions are in raleigh um dealing with the entire state because much like how the United States has the, the United States has the flyover states mm-hmm. and they resent North Carolina, California, some of those places. Um, the state of North Carolina has some of those. Wait, did I say North? I'm in New York and California. Anyway, um, the state of North Carolina has that where people resent the city of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So who knows if he's going to look out for us or what, man? Yes, he's even publicly came out and said, I'm not representing, you know, I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat or give favors to cities. Because I think that's an issue that people have. They're like, well, you don't care about Charlotte. But truth be told, if you're not in like that Raleigh-Durham area, uh, most of those people don't, you know, don't really care about you in the state of North Carolina. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks for calling or uh, writing in. Um, and uh, we appreciate it, Mike. Um, that's the end of the voicemails, end of the emails, everything. So we'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. with Victor Varnado, a very funny comedian. We'll have a lot of questions for him. And he's supposed to stick around for the whole show. So uh, we will see. That's going to be interesting oh, to no. see. Uh, Hopefully we won't get him off. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be his last podcast before he has a tattoo. Um, so yes. it will be the last, uh, unmarked podcast, um, of Victor Varnado. So yeah, make sure you guys do that. The blackouttips.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm saying it again. That is in DAT. The show Twitter is TBGWT. Um, donate to the show. Uh, it's that time of the year. Got to renew a lot of stuff. Got to pay for a lot of yearly stuff. Um, people that, you know, been waiting to donate till Christmas and shit. Just start thinking about it now. Um, also, contact information is theblackouttips.com slash about. But, um, yeah, you can find all the information you need there. Of course, comment, vote in the polls, uh, you know, the leave voicemails, all that stuff you guys want to do. You know how to do it. Yes, you do. We appreciate it. Um, I think that's about it. So, mm-hmm. until tomorrow morning, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. LB business. Yeah. yeah. I go by the name of Crisis. What happened to your weight team? And right now, you in tune to the biggest colored show on earth. I can't afford to not record So I call my nigga Crisis, tell him hit the boards Then I call Tay, put the pedal to the floor Before we do the shop, gotta stop by the store I'm on my knees, gotta go to the Lord I pray to you, these niggas gon' pay for it All them times that I win, ignored So what, it wasn't 20, but still I scored My heart still scorned and my mind is focused So this serves as a warning to protest Any verse is sicker than the first and it's no treatment for this disorder
Carolina's number one reporter A nigga who's back with a vengeance Better run for the border run. Or a head for the hills Or duck and seat cover Who else gon' make it hot in the summer? It's LB, nigga They can't stop me, no, they can't stop me They keep playing, keep saying I'm cocky They keep trying but too tired to top me Their best bet is to fall back and watch me They can't stop me, dawg, they can't stop me They keep playing, keep saying I'm cocky they keep trying, but too tired to top me there. Best bet is to fall back and watch me. Uh, Woo! ain't no need in getting teary-eyed. Save the illest point blank, period. Plus, I got niggas in D.C. that'll hit you for three G's in a box of young carry out Outlook looking scary now. They was frontin' before, but now they seeing that we serious. This ain't a peace talk, so motherfuckers say your sweet talk for reservations at the Marriott. They say birds of a feather often flock together, but me and Big Pooh rock together. And if not forever, I'ma reach to the sky and keep flying high like we got propellers. Goddamn, y'all boys doing it, they stop to tell us. And if God propel us to the top, I won't go pop. No need to act a fool in public, cause when you ego trip, you just lose your luggage and well. I ain't got no time to play with ya My Fonte International stage Ripper done Made friends and made figures While you stuck on the front porch Mad like you fixing the shade, mister That's reality, so color me purple My name in history, nigga, that's all I work for Better keep it moving like the laws of inertia For these Carolina boys come hurt you Better tell them about it They can't stop me, no, they can't stop me They keep playing, keep saying I'm cocky They keep trying but too tired to top me there Better to fall back and watch me. They can't stop me, dog. They can't stop me. They keep playing, keep saying I'm cocky. They keep trying, but too tired to top me. Their best bet is to fall back and watch and me. And now the Minstrel Show is proud to present Jazzy Jazzy. Fine, 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 f